On this podcast episode, I'm going to share with you the main differences between gentle, respectful parenting and traditional parenting. I remember last week I talked to a father in one of our free parenting assessment calls, and then I asked him, do you practice respectful parenting? And then he looked at me like, what do you mean by that? I do respect my kids, but what do you mean by that? So I see that there is confusion out there when it comes to respectful, gentle parenting and traditional parenting. And I'm going to walk you through what the main differences are. And at the end of this episode, you are going to be very clear on the type of parenting that you want to provide for your children on 2024. Yes. By the way, why do I know about this? Because I was raised under traditional parenting and I've been gentle parenting my children since 2012. So yes, I live both ends, uh, both methods. And then I have a few things to say, their personal opinion. So if you have your personal opinion about it, you are more than welcome to talk about it in the comments if you are watching us from YouTube. Okay, so let's go and talk about these main differences, the key differences between traditional parenting and gentle parenting. I'm Rachel. And I'm Marcela. And you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting, to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. Key difference number one between traditional parenting and gentle parenting, and it has to do with the child-parent-child dynamic. So the parent-child dynamic that I lived growing up in a traditional home, if you hear one of my twins coughing, he has such a bad cold. Yes, my twins are here, so you might hear them in the background. I grew up with traditional parenting. My parents are loving parents. They love me so much. And I felt loved by them. So if you are a traditional parenting parent, I know you love your children. Now, the dynamic between gentle parenting and traditional parenting is based on where the power of the relationship is placed. So traditional parenting runs from a power over dynamic. And I'm going to explain to you what that means in a little bit. Gentle parenting runs with a power with dynamic. And I'm going to explain to you what that means in a little bit. So power over dynamic basically comes from the understanding and the belief that parents are over their children and children are under their parents. There is an imbalance of power, meaning that one side of the relationship has a stronger voice, a bigger voice, or a more valuable voice. And the other one may have a voice, but then they need to comply and mold to the other one's expectations. So if you were raised under traditional parenting, it's possible that your voice was not always heard. 
and you always felt or in many occasions felt that you were trying so hard to meet the adult's expectations because that's a power over dynamic of I am here, I tell you what to do, and then I have the last say, and then you listen to me, and then you have to respect me, and it's very focused on the child respecting the parent. The parent focus on my child needs to respect me, over this is a relationship where there is mutual respect, where as I don't demand respect, I show respect. And in the prosody of that is that I receive respect back or I build that respect back in my children. The gentle parenting dynamic is power with. So it is not power over. The child is not under the parent or the parent is not over the child. Both individuals have equal value, equal voice, and they are both seen as individuals to be respected equally. So what happens? There is a sticky situation here because a two-year-old doesn't always know what is best for them. The same as a teen, the same as my seven-year-old twins. They don't know that they have to go to sleep at a decent time. So how can I have a power with dynamic based on mutual understanding, based on I don't consider you under me, I don't consider you over me. We are two individuals learning from each other. We are two individuals brainstorming, troubleshooting, and co-creating a dynamic where we believe all our needs are met. So how do we provide that in an environment where the other equal one is two years old or where the other equal one doesn't have the insight to know what's best for them? So the way that we approach it in a power with dynamic is guiding our children in a way that we make them feel that their voice is heard that their input is valid. And from there, we make the decisions. For example, yesterday, it was time to turn the iPad off. The timer went off. My twins, they work on a timer. And then I noticed that one of them did not plug in the iPad right away. I went in and I said, hey, Miguel, do you notice that your screen time is over? Alexa went off and Santi turned it off. And then you're still playing with it. And then he looked at me and then he said, oh, I'm about to be done with this game. And I've been working so hard and I'm about to get the crown or whatever price he was working towards. I said, okay, how long does it take you to end? He said, I'll be done in literally 60 seconds in one minute. So from a power with perspective, we see the other individual's point and needs and and perspective, and then we accommodate to it. For me, I was thinking like, what is it about having to stop it right now because Alexa went off right now rather than 60 seconds later? Just because I said so, just because that's the hard unbendable rule, I won't be able to have my child finish the world or whatever level that he was at just because I said so. 
So he went on with the 60 seconds and I did not remind him again. At 60 seconds, he turned it off. And matter of fact, he was happy because he won the crown or whatever price and he plugged in the iPad. No problem. That's a power with dynamic. It does not mean that there are not rules. It does not mean that the parent does not guide the child. It means that we see both perspectives. The children are not expected to blindly obey and mold to the parents' needs and desires just because the parents said so. That's one of the main key differences. Traditional parenting runs from a power over dynamic and gentle parenting runs from a power with dynamic. Okay, so let's talk about the next difference between traditional parenting and gentle parenting. The second main difference is the way we use emotional connection. Growing up in a traditional parenting environment, I noticed from my experience that emotional connection was used as a tool to mold my behavior. So I remember one day my parents received a school report that was off task, that was not listening. And early that day, they promised me that we were going to go out to eat ice cream. And that was before they knew about the report. Once they opened that report, and they saw that I wasn't listening in the class, that I was off task. They decided to remove that from me and to just go and eat ice cream with my brother. And they left me at home with my abuelita. So they used emotional connection as a tool to modify my behavior. We don't do that in gentle parenting. We have it really clear that emotional connection and love is not transactional, it's unconditional. It does not connect to the child's behaviors and choices. We don't use emotional love withdrawal as a tool to modify behavior. What happens if, as a parent, that the same thing would have happened to me? If I would have promised my child to go out for ice cream and have a really good time and a time of connection and bond, and then I pick him up from school and then I see a school report of he was not on task, he was not listening, because I don't use emotional connection as a form of manipulation to mold behavior, I would not see why not doing that, how would that help with their behavior? We would have gone for ice cream and possibly in that place, or maybe once we get to the house to talk about how we can stay on task, how we can listen to the teacher, and we can set up a plan to be successful the next day at school. This sounds very bizarre for people who have traditional parenting ingrained in their minds. And possibly many of you might be struggling with this idea of, hey, you taking your child for ice cream after getting a bad school report that's rewarding the behavior. And let's talk about that. Because what rewards behavior is what enforces the behavior. So let's just say that what I struggle with to stay on task at school is that I don't have enough sleep during the night. So the next day I'm hyper, the next day I'm restless, the next day I'm not ready to focus. 
if my parents don't see that need and then I keep having poor sleep at night and having a really late bedtime, that is what's going to reinforce the poor school behavior. If we don't address what's underneath the layer of behavior, the behavior is going to keep happening. So one thing is to understand what our children need to be successful next time. And another thing is to work on, a, or on our own mindset that was created in our childhood from traditional parenting methods that told us that love is conditional, that children need to earn love and affection, that if they don't behave how the parents and the adults want them to behave, then they're not worthy to have that love, connection, and quality time with their parents. That's the mentality that we operate from when we believe that if we connect with our children after they make a mistake, then we're rewarding the bad behavior. If anything is going to encourage them to behave well, because they see the effort that we are making to have a great relationship with them. And if anything, they would do anything to not disappoint us. So I know that this is a really tough pill to swallow. When we have the mentality of behaviors and connection come together, if the child does not behave, then they're not worthy to connect with the parent. When we divorce that mentality and we adopt a new mentality of our children are worthy of our connection regardless of their behavior, then we are practicing respectful, gentle parenting. Then we are seeing our children for who they are. And that's one key main difference between traditional parenting and gentle parenting. Difference number three, this one has to do with communication. Growing up under traditional parenting, I did not communicate everything to my parents. I did not. Because I knew that if I was my honest self, then there was a risk of me getting punished by speaking my mind, by asking more questions, by being myself. So many times I hid things from my parents because I didn't want to be consequenced and punished. The difference with gentle parenting is that if you want to practice this parenting style, then you need to be okay with your children using their voice even when they don't agree with you. Even when using their voice means that they're going to tell you no. Even that means that they're going to set a boundary with you. Because if we don't allow them to set a boundary with us, then they're going to grow up hiding things from us and doing things on our backs the same way I did with my parents because I knew that I couldn't use my voice in an honest, open way. If I spoke my mind, I took the risk to be sent to my room, to be labeled as complicated, difficult, or rude, or whatever label they wanted to place on me. So that's a difference. Do you want to do gentle parenting and work on your mindset? When your child tells you no, and then you want to feel the urge to say, hey, you don't say no to your mom. You don't say no to your dad. To hold back and say, hey, they're telling me no. Are they setting a boundary? 
but they just don't even know what they need. <laughs> and I need to guide them through to get to their answer. Boy, that sounded kind of disrespectful. I felt disrespected when they told me, shut up, mom. That's not respectful. And I'm going to set a boundary. And at the same time, I'm going to give them a way out on how they can communicate their feelings and needs more appropriately instead of shutting down their voice. Don't talk to me that way. Stop, shut up, or else this is going to happen to you. I don't do that. As a gentle parent, I don't do that. I want my kids to keep using their voice. And if it sounds disrespectful, I guide them so they can keep using their voice in a respectful way. That's what I do. That's the difference between traditional gentle parenting. If you're not ready for your children to disagree with you and tell you no, then you might not be ready to do gentle parenting. Number four, and this is one of the biggest differences that I've seen between gentle parenting and traditional parenting, and is the discipline approach. Traditional parenting sees discipline as tactics to stop behavior, to shut down quote-unquote, misbehavior. So they rely heavily on consequences to get behavior to stop. Gentle parenting is not permissive and it's not punitive either. Our goal with discipline is not even to stop behavior because we understand that behavior is communication and if we stop behavior, we stop communication. And I want my children to keep communicating with me. The way that we approach it is that we see discipline as skills that our children need to use in order to make better choices in life. So let's go back to the ice cream example. You didn't listen to your teacher, even though I promised that we were going to get ice cream after school because you didn't listen to the teacher and you don't deserve that ice cream. I'm not going to reward the behavior with an ice cream. That's traditional parenting. Then what does the child feel? I am bad. I'm not deserving. I messed up because I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad girl so much that my parent doesn't want to even be around me. So gentle parenting is more geared towards what is the skill that I need to develop so my child has a better possibility to be successful in that setting in the future. I got the school report. Your child is not listening. He was off task. Okay, why is he not listening? Why is he not on task? Is it that the activity is too complicated? Is it that the activity is too easy? Is it that the, he doesn't feel connected to the group? Is it that he has sensory needs and he's shutting down because all the noise and, and all the kids bouncing around? What is the need? Let me address it so he can be on task and listening and have better success tomorrow in the classroom. That's what gentle discipline is. We correct behavior, not to shut down behavior, not to stop behavior. We set children up for success. So the result of that is that children feel empowered. Children are like letting their walls down and their defense mechanism starts to quiet down because they don't feel that they need to fight us so much and rebel so much because they don't feel controlled. They don't feel manipulated. They feel helped. This is exactly what happened to Isamar. She's one of our coaching clients in HIC Parenting. She's a Mexican mom 
and she was raising her child in a traditional way. And then it was hard because he was angry all the time. She says that he was aggressive and angry and it was hard to redirect his behaviors. Then she enrolled in HIC parenting education. We helped her for 14 weeks develop a better plan to help her son improve his behaviors, not with consequences and punishment, but with understanding of his needs. And now she says that even her mother, who still believes in traditional parenting, has seen the difference in him. Where I was, like myself, the program was really a reflection of me. And that I didn't have to be so harsh on myself and what I can change right internally and kind of lift that weight off my shoulders. I've already seen the shift with my four-year-old to her, but this has been, I think, transformational for me, you know, being raised in a Mexican household and gotten res recognition from my mom where she's like, hey, ya no están enojón, ya no está gritando. And I'm like, the fact that other people are noticing it, I'm like, this is huge. And using his voice of how he's feeling and how people are making him feel. So the fact, again, that for me has been a huge win over the last two weeks that others are noticing his change in behavior and how he reacts to situations. If you are ready to have all the support that Isamar had to break her cycle of frustration, bring peace to her parenting, and connect to your child in a more authentic way, in a way that builds your relationship and still teaches positive behavior, then I encourage you to access our free parenting assessment call. This is a one-on-one support with myself or one of our HIC parenting advisors. And on this free call, you are going to get three things. Number one, we are going to assess your needs and strengths. Number two, we are going to show you a personalized roadmap that fits your needs. And number three, you are going to learn about our parenting coaching program and you're going to decide whether yes or no, you are going to enroll in HIC parenting so you can have all the parenting support you need to make peace happen in your home in 2024. To access this free parenting assessment call, all you have to do is go to apply.hicparenting.com or open the description of this podcast episode if you are watching us from YouTube or from your podcast provider. Or if you are on Instagram and TikTok, just go to the link in my bio and you will see a place to book your free parenting assessment call. So the biggest difference, if you don't remember anything, remember this. The biggest difference between gentle parenting and traditional parenting is how you approach your child. If you approach them from, I'm going to get you under control. A lot of people tell me all the time in the comments on TikTok and Instagram, control your kids. If that's your goal, then you cannot do gentle parenting. If your goal is to build a relationship and to guide your children with compassion and from the understanding of your needs, and welcome to the club. <laughs> welcome to the Gentle Parenting Club. We are not perfect parents at all. We are parents, imperfect parents, committed to understand ourselves and understand our children's needs to the core. I'll see you next time. And remember to follow us on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube at High Input Club. <laughs>